Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Straight up with Stassi. Hi, everyone. I'm Stassi Schroeder. She's the star of Bravo's Vanderpump Rules. I'm here to talk about pop culture, reality TV, celeb gossip, relationships. Stassi's new podcast is a hilarious look at the world and everyone in it. I want to give my opinion on everything. And she's never one to hold back on any topic. Because that's what I do best. Judge. (laughs) This is Straight Up with Stassi. Hello, uh, welcome to Ask Stassi, uh, my extra podcast episode a week where I, well, shamelessly talk about myself and to myself a little bit, um, while also answering your email questions or Twitter questions or anything I get from my Khaleesi's. So... Because I'm selfish, um, I just have to talk. I'm just going to go somewhere right now. Mercury in retrograde is real, okay? I know most of you have listened to, you know, you've listened to Straight Up With Stassi since the beginning. So a lot of you know that I had a Mercury in retrograde experience back in like September, October, whatever, when I was moving into my new apartment. And I had never believed or even I didn't even know if I even heard about Mercury in retrograde at that time but all my friends were telling me about it because weird shit was just happening to me and then last week I got a lot of you guys tweeting me and message and emailing me saying uh bitch better watch out uh MIRs coming back with a vengeance because it was like I don't know like five planets in retrograde or lined up or whatever the fuck like all at the same time and I'm here to tell you that it's real it is completely real I thought maybe Mercury in retrograde could be like you know still like this like you know urban legend fluke situation like the fact that I like experienced it last September I'm like that could be a fluke You know, that could have just been, you know, weird shit was happening to me and it just so happens that it was at the same time as Mercury in retrograde. But then how do you explain the fact that weird shit is happening all over again exactly when Mercury in retrograde is happening again? Although I hear that like Mercury in retrograde happens like quite often. This one seems like way more intense because a lot of people know about it. I mean, that's only what I gather, you know, based on, you know, off of stalking social media uh, shit about it but and okay I know see the realist 
in my it, part of my brain is saying, well, um, Mercury in retrograde isn't real and you're just making it real because weird shit probably happens to you all the time, but you're just think you're paying attention to it more because you know it's Mercury in retrograde. I mean, right? That's how I feel like, a, you know, a realistic, practical brain works. But I'm still, you know, half of a psycho. Half of my brain is psycho. And it's a little different. And it's a little off. And I think that the fact that I'm going through all this weird stuff again, right when Mercury in retrograde is happening again, means it's real. So you hear it here, okay? I believe in Mercury in retrograde. I mean, I, okay, I was so appreciative that y'all texted or tweeted me that it was coming because I was able to be like, okay, let's see, let's see. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see what's up. So yesterday, um, let's see, when did this start happening? We went, um, let me think back because I want to be like chronological about it. Okay, it started with my card declining, my, my debit card declining at something. In which case, it was a large purchase. So I was like, that's, okay. you know, I, I wasn't thinking Mercury and retrograde or anything like that. But this is why... I, I feel that it started with that because when I called the bank, I got the notification because every time my card, like if something happens to my card or they think it's fraud or something, I get a, not only an email, but a text message at exactly the moment that my card declines. So that happened and I called my bank and they were like, oh, we just wanted to make sure it wasn't fraud. Da, da, da. And I'm like, no, everything's fine. Um, also, can you just make sure that like this is OK? Like I have my card. Don't worry about anything like I'm not, you know, this doesn't need to happen again. So they said, okay, okay, okay. I mean, that was like the day before. So the next day, which I think feel like was yesterday. I don't know. I'm losing track of days. I went to go get my hair highlighted and my extensions re-put in. Shout out to Trace Henningsen at a Roman Salon on La Cienega. Um, I went there, which I've gone to for what, like five years. It's a long time. My card like knows my bank knows like this isn't a weird place for me to be like spending money and it's not like any like exorbitant amount of money that it would decline like people would think it's fraud and I was there and I tried checking out and like I'm sorry like your card keeps declining I'm like can you just keep trying it because that I mean my bank like this isn't a random place that I'm buying something and it's not like a lot of like it shouldn't be declining there shouldn't be a fraud thing and I haven't gotten an email or a text saying that my bank shut it down poor guy tried swiping my card like with the chip and without the chip like seven times so I'm like I, I apologize I'm gonna call the bank right now so I look on the back of my debit card and I see you know like the customer service number I call that put in all my information and the robot lady goes I'm sorry you are calling outside of our normal business hours please call back when we are open goodbye and hangs up on me. And I'm like, bitch, shouldn't you be like 24-7? You're a bank. Like, what? And I kind of had to just like take a step back. I'm like, did that really just happen to me? Like, they literally just hung up on me. Like, what if I was stranded? And like, what if I had just been abducted? Okay. I was like, I had just been abducted. And I was um, held hostage for like three days where I was like tortured and I won't get as graphic as I could, but I happened to escape and I ran to like the nearest public place, a.k.a. 
make EDs and wanted like, I don't know, a fountain diet Coke because I was parched and like a cheeseburger because I was starving because uh, obs I had been like held hostage for three days. So obviously I probably wasn't being fed and my card declined like and I had nowhere like no way to get anywhere else. Like I had one card on me and like there was no way to get like to find like. I don't know, salvation in some way. Like I can't, I can't make a collect call cause I don't have, I mean, what would I have done? Like you're telling me that the bank closes and like, I can't call them and be like, or okay. So the call didn't make sense because then like, how would I have been able to call the bank? Whatever. Just go with it. Like, so you're telling me that the bank closes. And so the recently abducted girl who just escaped death can't do anything about it because the bank closes and she got to wait for like Monday morning at 7 a.m. I mean, how does that even make sense? So I'm like, let me try this again, because I feel like somebody must have slipped some drugs in my drink. Granted, Diet Coke I was drinking. So like what? And um, I called again. I did the same thing. I call a third time. The lady's talking to me in Spanish. I shit you not talking to me in Spanish. I'm like, I didn't pick Spanish like I didn't choose you know they give you the option like or whatever like Espanol press prima dos that's what it is por Espanol prima dos yeah uh didn't press two and it answered in Spanish like what so then I hang up and call again again and my phone starts just literally going off and on and it won't let like the screen goes to black then turns on again then goes to black and I'm, I'm like shit like I can't it's not even let me type in like my my debit card number or like my info like what like what the fuck like why is everything fucking up I don't get it finally I'm like I'm gonna go outside for a breather because the dude at the salon was just like you can just like pay us the next time you come in whatever I'm like no because I'm gonna have to figure this out anyway might as well do it right now so I don't just have to pay you twice next time so I go outside for a breather come back I look back into my emails to find the a different number that I knew like was like a fraud protection number called that somebody answered like immediately it was like I was calling like a private cell phone or something and I was like yo dude weird shit's happening my car's declining for no reason I didn't get an email or a text about it and um like I don't know your customer service thing is hanging up on me and then answering in Spanish like it's fucking possessed like did the kid from the omen take over Bank of America like what is going on like pretty sure it's time to switch banks because um, the bank that I'm at is like I don't know the lead character and the exorcist and not okay with it he then like fixes it and I'm like no but for real though can you tell me why I didn't get a text message or an email saying that there was like a fraud thing like the way that y'all normally do and he's like oh you know I don't know maybe you'll get it in the next few hours and if you do just like disregard it I'm like okay glad to see you guys are on top of things um I thought that in my head not to his face I would never be rude like that um and I hang up now that I think about it never got a text or an email saying that like I had a fraud situation so that's weird then I go home oh no yeah no then I go to the tanning salon I go to the tanning salon and the lady's all frazzled and everything and I'm like okay I just want to do uh this the mystic da 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 and she's like our mystic is broken and I'm like of course it is (laughs) 
Of course it is. When is a Mystic Tan booth ever fucking broken? Like, never. So I'm like, okay, well, um, you know, my psoriasis has been acting up. Maybe I'll just go into that, like, little tanning bed for, like, five minutes. And normally, you guys, I'm against tanning because I am very scared of skin cancer. And I'm very aware of it. But I have psoriasis. And if I tan for a little bit every now and then, it just helps it. So she's like, okay, yeah, we can go do that. So I go into the tanning bed, tanning booth. Shit won't shit won't start. <laughs> shit won't start. And she goes, okay, let me reset it. I'll try it again. I'm like, what is going on? And so I go, I try it again. It says no. Like water canister is empty. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Like there's like a video thing that pops up. Says, water canister is empty. I'm like, water canister? Like where am I? What is going on? I go outside again. It says water canister is empty. Like WTF? Like <laughs> is this okay? She tries it again. It finally works. I'm like, okay, fine. I mean, this is all good. I get home and I'm like, "Mm, I don't have any wine in my house. And uh, my Cameron Hughes Club W situation, I've already used that all. So I think I'll order a bottle of wine. So I order Saucy, which is an alcohol app. And normally all my with all the apps that I order from, it takes people like they literally just like drop it off and like don't say a word to me or like they pick up something and like it doesn't take long like the whole point of apps is so that like it's quick and it's efficient so the saucy delivery dude gets there and he's like looking at me like he must have been high like he's just like looking at me just like kind of like just kind of slow and I'm like uh, I'm like here's my ID do you want my ID And he's just like, he's still holding the big bag of wine. And normally like, you know, they just like set the wine in and they're like, can I have your ID? They take a photo. It's done. Literally five seconds. Not even. He's still holding the wine. And I'm like, here's my ID. He's like, actually, can you flip it over? I'm like, okay. I flip over my ID. He's like, I'm going to take a photo of it. Okay. So he's trying to like center it with like me holding my ID and it won't work. So for like. I don't know how many seconds or minutes it was, but it felt like a long time because it was so awkward that like when awkward situations happen, they always feel a lot longer. So I'm sitting there holding my ID and he's like, it just won't work. Like my camera won't like it won't work. It won't zoom in and like it won't like focus on the thing. And I'm like, well, thinking in my head, well, you could just like set the wine down and like take my ID and like do it yourself and maybe it would work like you're like why are you making me hold this right now and sit here for two minutes while you figure out your phone and and like who takes like when they're going through like something where they have to like kind of figure out how to make their phone work who like has one hand that still has a giant heavy bot like bag of shit in it like put it down like like it will make the struggle like a lot less you know if you just like use two hands to like take a photo of my ID I mean right yeah so eventually, eventually, and I mean eventually, this took forever. It ended up working. And I'm like, Mercury in retrograde. I'm like, third thing in one day. Like, this is fucking weird. So then I had my scheduled washio, like, the for people to pick up my, like, uh, my dirty clothes for, like, um, dry clean or if I don't have time. Because I do, I do do my laundry in, like, my apartment's one, my apartment laundry machines. But, like, not all of the time. I don't have time sometimes. So I have Washio come and they're supposed to give you a dessert, like a cookie or a brownie or something. I mean, when they pick up your clothes, that's like half the time that I order Washio. It's just because I'm like craving dessert. I'm like, may as well, you know, kill two birds with one stone. 
if I get washio, then I get my like little sugar craving in and somebody's going to wash my clothes. So instead of like going to the local cupcake place, I get my clothes washed also. You know what I mean? And that is being efficient. So uh, the lady gets here to my apartment and she starts. <laughs> she, <laughs> okay, so you have two bags, one bag for dry cleaning, one bag for just like regular like fluff and fold stuff. And she's like, Okay, and she takes out this tablet and starts like writing all of these things down on her tablet, being like, do you have, un- do you want unscented? Do you want this? Like, do you have any of these shirts in there? Do you have anything that can't be in the whatever? That never happens. Literally, wash your people just come, drop a freaking sweet treat, a dessert, right there in my hand and take my clothes. Never are there any even like words exchanged, nothing. So she takes out this tablet and is asking me all this stuff. And I was about to be like, lady, you have all of this on my file. Like I, I have to fill that form out. Like every time I like order something, like say unscented or whatever I want. Like, but I'm, I was patient because I was so amused by the fact that mercury and retrograde was being proven. So she takes forever to ask me all these questions, then goes to one of my bags and is like, I need to switch out all of the little tags. And I'm like, what? Like, no one's ever done this before. I've done this for like two years in my brain. And she's like, here, you can have them. And then in like the tags that were like on my bag was like a saucy um, like card, like a, oh, like a discount off if you use saucy, which was the app that I had just used like a couple hours before to get my wine. And I'm like, dude, that's so bizarre. Like one doesn't have anything to do with the other. How did that end up there? Then takes her forever to try and like figure out like how to get the other tags out of the other one and put her new like a new tag in or something. And then I think she's done. I'm like, well, fuck, that took forever. Like this lady is taking forever. Why are all my apps taking for app people taking forever? And she's like, oh, wait, I have to take photos of both. And I almost actually lost my patience. And I was like, wait, what? Like, what do you need to take photos of? Like, what is going on? This is so weird. I've been standing here at the door just staring at you like, what she's like i just figured it would be well i didn't say that i said it in my head and she continues and says i just feel like i should just like take them here because the lighting's better than in my car and i'm like okay like again in my brain i'm literally just staring at her but thinking all of these thoughts like in my head i'm like mm, cool I'm, I'm happy i could provide you with some light because like what <laughs> like this isn't my job to just stand here like in with and hold the door open for 10 minutes while we like figure sort all of this shit out. Like what is, what is happening? So then she tries taking photos of each tag. That fucking camera doesn't work. It won't zoom in focus just like the saucy person. And I'm like, okay, seriously, like this can't. And I finally just blurted out. I'm like, it's mercury in retrograde. And she's like, excuse me. I'm like, no, for real. It's, it's mercury in retrograde right now like weird shit is just going on like that's the whole reason this is taking so long and that's the whole reason your phone isn't working or like focusing on something like weird shit's just happening she's like oh my god I totally forgot about that thank you for reminding me and I was just like welks you're welcome (laughs) so uh, yeah that has been my mercury in retrograde experience thus far and she told me, actually, that lady was like, I think it lasts until the 22nd. I'm like, are you telling me I have to deal with this for like a whole fucking month? Like, shit be cray. Not sure I'm on board with that. So Khaleesi's, watch out. You have my sympathies. Um, 
that sucks. I think we're all going to be dealing with a lot of weird shit. And they say don't make like big purchases or like any like life decisions, like important decisions. And like I'm having to do that all this month. So cool. Way for Mercury and retrograde uh, to sync up with the worst time ever for me personally. Not to be selfish, but also to be selfish. I mean, what? Okay, the last podcast or the last Ask Stassi podcast that I did, I introduced my new little uh, segment that has to do with my drawer. It's like Stassi's drawer. Like, okay. Oh, I just said like a million times. Just feel free to shoot me if you ever see me. I'm trying hard not to. Alrighty, I'll continue. Um, Basically, I was explaining that we always have a lot of parties to go to. You know, it's always somebody's birthday or bridal shower or bachelorette party or holiday or somebody's moving into a new home or someone just had a baby or just like something. There's a reason to celebrate everything. And listen, I'm not complaining because I like a party (laughs) and I like love being festive and I love finding a reason to celebrate because I love celebrating. (laughs) So I'm not mad at it. But More often than not, we never know what the fuck to get as a present. You know, what do you bring the host or what do you bring, you know, the birthday girl or the birthday boy or whatever, or Mother's Day or Father's Day, whatever. You never know what to get. So from here on out, I'm going to start talking about um, some things in terms of my drawer. So like whenever I have a party to go to or there's a holiday coming up, I'm going to open up my drawer, a.k.a. Stassi's stash, as actually quite a few of you tweeted me. He said, why don't Stassi's drawer be Stassi's stash? So I'm going to go with both of them. It's my little stash and I'm opening up a drawer and I'm going to take one of my sponsors out and use them as a gift. A gift to give whatever occasion is coming up. And right now, Mother's Day is coming up. So I opened up my um, old school wooden drawer. That's the way I'm going to imagine this drawer that I have right now. It's like old school wooden, but it's like charming. Um, maybe like, you know, like like a French provi- provincial or whatever kind of drawer. Whatever. With gold hardware. Anyway, I'm opening it up right now because I need to get my mom a present for Mother's Day. And right now I have two, two count it, two offers for you guys that I know moms would love to receive for Mother's Day. And the first one is my personal fave because I like eating. <laughs> I mean, don't we all? But why I really love this one is, okay, well, first of all, it's Sherry's Berries, which is um, strawberries that are freshly dipped with uh, cocoa or they have like white chocolate ones. They have like all these different kinds. Some of them have nuts on them. They're amazing and they're huge. I even talk about this with Patrick because Patrick has a radio show and um, he ta- we talk about sponsors together and, and he's like, how do they, I brought it up the other day because whatever, I brought it up and he was just like, how do they get the strawberries so big? And I'm like, that's a really good question. And we both looked at each other and we're like, this is what we talk about when we're sitting around, like how Sherry's Berries gets their strawberries so big and juicy. Cool. Anyway. You guys, I love when I get Sherry's Berries because I, when I get them as a sponsor because they send me them to try out every time. So that means I have like breakfast covered for like quite a few days. So now that I have like Sherry's Berries in my refrigerator, I just like wake up and eat like three every morning. And it's just, 
it's the best i'm telling you so if you're looking for a mother's day present imagine a box full of giant strawberries that are dipped in chocolate or white chocolate and they're they're festive looking and they have chocolate chips on them or nuts on them it's amazing it's such a nice gift to receive and they it stays fresh for so long and i have an offer for you you can get a whole box of freshly dipped strawberries starting at 19.99 plus shipping or you can double the amount of berries for just ten dollars or more so if you were to have doubled that that would have been forty dollars so instead it's like thirty that's a pretty good deal if you ask me. And it's an exclusive offer for my listeners. So you would have to go to berries.com, B-E-R-R-I-E-S.com. Click on the microphone in the top right corner and type in my code Stasi. That's S-T-A-S-S-I. Um, I would love to receive. I know I like receiving this, so I just feel like everybody would. Because who doesn't like, I don't know, chocolatey strawberries know what I'm saying so please go check it out see if you like it Sherry's Berries and that's berries.com I don't know how they got that URL berries.com like I mean back in like whatever 1994 or something when the internet came out they had to like hustle you know berries.com and click on the microphone in the top right corner and type in my code Stassi so if if you're not into that well I also have another option for you guys and that is flowers because Every single person, even men, like everyone loves flowers. I do not know one person that's like, take it or leave it. No, it's like food. You know what I mean? There's like air. No one's like, no, thank you. I think I'll pass on breathing air. Like that's what flowers are. Everyone loves flowers. They just make you happy. So if you want to make your mother happy um, with a bunch of flowers for cheap, uh, you should go to proflowers.com because you can get your mother a hundred blooms with a free glass vase for just $19.99 plus shipping and handling. That's pretty cheap. I'm telling you, I've ordered quite a few flowers for relatives and friends in my day and that is such a fucking good deal. Um, you can also make her day extra special and upgrade to a premium vase and add gourmet chocolates for just $9.99 more. So if you go to proflowers.com today, it's P-R-O-F-L-O-W-E-R-S.com and use my code Stasi, you get a $19.99 deal with for 100 blooms and a free vase for your mom. So just, you know, do something special for her. Do you realize how much she will appreciate or your grandmother or an aunt or somebody you know that is a mother that you don't think might be receiving, you know, a gift or you want to just show your appreciation for that person or show them that or, you know, that you really care? Go and do that because it really doesn't cost you anything and it's so special and the flowers are so beautiful and they arrive in a box that's kind of dramatic. So you feel, you know, it's a big box and you feel special when you receive it. So go to proflowers.com, type in my code Stasi, and make somebody's day. Okay, so before I get into y'all's emails and answering your questions and talking about your topics, I just want to reference my last Ask Stasi episode um, when I got super emotional, well, maybe, well, emotional. I was open. It was it might have been depressing for some people. I just really I wanted to be honest about Okay. I okay. I'm going to I'm just going to rewind a little bit. 
I listen to podcasts and I listen to talk radio and I know what I like and even not even just with radio. I know the people um, on TV or or, you know, people that have a platform that I gravitate towards. And I've noticed that whenever people are just really fucking real and open and brutally honest about what's up, I I appreciate it. And those are always my favorite episodes or favorite YouTube videos or just whatever, something that I that I see or hear. And so whenever I, I whenever I try and think about how to make this podcast better for you, I think, what would I want to hear? And I just want to hear the truth from somebody. I don't want to hear some fucking fake put on an act, you know, situa- corny situation. I just want people to be real. And I don't know, there's just like so much beauty in that because you connect with people by being real. And so last week I did a podcast on that and I went to bed that night being like, fuck, am I ruining my my podcast? Did I say too much? Are my bosses going to just be like, dude, she's losing her mind she's not as funny as I thought she was or she's not as entertaining. I freaked out. Um, I had to smoke an extra lot uh, or no, take an extra uh, way more edibles than I thought I was going to have to take in order to get get me to go to sleep. And then when I woke up in the morning, I woke up with panic because I I knew that my podcast was coming out that day and it just freaked. I was freaked out. And I have been so fucking humbled and overwhelmed by all of the emails and messages that I've received from you. And I have read every single one. Every single one. I made sure that I did not miss one email regarding that podcast because all of them were so heartfelt. And I didn't realize it's so we're all going through the same shit. And that's awesome. I thought I was going to have to apologize for doing some like half ass TED talk situation, you know, be like, sorry, won't do podcasts like that again. And it was so amazing to read all of your responses and to read your emails and connect with you guys. I got so many people messaging me saying that they pulled over their car and started crying. And I started crying reading these emails. I spent my whole Sunday doing that. I literally didn't leave my house once. I spent my whole Sunday just in my apartment, reading everything, responding to as many as I could. I'm sorry if I didn't get back to you, but it's it takes so much time to read all of them, much less respond to each one, and then taking notes on all of them. And I cried so many times reading y'all's emails. And it was... It's just, it's just so crazy. Like the things that you think are going to be boring or suck are actually things that touches people's lives. And, and that makes me so uh, not just proud, but like, I feel so lucky to have this job to be able to connect with you guys. And thank you for that. So I have a million questions that I wrote down for this podcast in which I'm not obviously going to get to them all, like barely get to even a quarter of them but I will I will uh, get to them at some point in later podcasts as well um one that like really well there was there was a theme that 
uh, stuck out to me when I was reading y'all's emails. I got a bunch of people writing me saying, you know, that they had just been dumped or are going through a breakup. And it's a significant breakup because it's not just somebody you've been dating for a few months. It was people that have been broken up with for that. They'd been in a relationship for three years, three or four years, five, six, a lot. I mean, a long time to where I felt, damn, that that hurts. That is going to be a tough time. And so shout out to Nia and Morgan, um, because those were two emails about breakups that stuck out in my head. And they were asking, what do you do when you're going through a breakup? Like, how do you even make yourself happy? And how do you get over it? What do you do? And, you know, I know that so if you were to Google it online, go to fucking Cosmo magazine or something like that, everybody's like, okay, time to get in shape, start eating right start exercising so that you can have a revenge bod um join a new class so that you have a new hobby reach out to old friends that you haven't reached out to cosmo can go fuck themselves then cosmo can go fuck themselves and listen i love cosmopolitan i love that magazine i am a fan but sometimes you need um <laughs> not necessarily advice sometimes you just need like the truth and I've said, even though this this podcast is titled Ask Stasi, I am not an authority on anything. So I don't want this to be an advice podcast episode. Um, I, I wish there was another word for advice that wasn't advice. It's kind of just like, here's what I would do or what I think and what my opinion is not telling you to follow me because I really don't know what's up at all. This is just what I I feel. And when somebody goes through a breakup or at least how I feel like I need to deal with something or I f- if I were to randomly become the authority on it, I would say, fuck all of those things. Yes, of course you want to get a revenge bod. I mean, no shit. Who doesn't want to have a revenge body so that they can show their ex what he's missing or her she's missing? Of course, not that easy. Way easier said than done. Way easier to type that down in an article than it is to actually live it and get your depressed ass off the bed and down to fucking, I don't know, Barry's boot camp, knowing that just one of those Barry's boot camp sessions isn't actually going to change your life. You're going to have to do it like 30 more times if you want to see even like an inch of your cellulite go away. So it's daunting. Let's be real. So when I listen, when I have friends that go through breakups or even because, you know, I've been in an off and on relationship and I feel like I've had to go through a breakup or two, you know, in the last three years, um, I always tell people, do what you feel. You know what? You're probably going to need like quite a few days, maybe weeks to actually throw yourself a pity party and cry and feel sorry for yourself and be reckless. You want to take off work for a week, wake up every day, have a beer for breakfast, then go to brunch with whoever doesn't have a real job, drink some more, go shopping and buy yourself like a new dress that you know you can't afford, but you do it anyway because it's just like, well, it's making me feel good. And then go home, eat a shit ton of food, maybe drink some more, maybe get high, cry, cry, cry. Uh, Give your dogs to your parents for a week so that you know that you're not neglecting something and you just, you know, if you you don't want any responsibilities, you want to be able to wallow in your pain. 
And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It doesn't make you any less strong than somebody else. I'm not going to sit here and say, you got broken up with yesterday. Cool. Time to start like getting your shit together. No, that shit hurts. It sucks. It is the fucking worst feeling like you love somebody and that person doesn't want you back is mm, like almost worse than I feel like being abducted and tortured and then let go. I mean, I don't really know. That might have been too intense of a statement um, since I've never been abducted. And if you've been abducted, I'm very sorry for offending you. Uh, I'm just trying to make a point here. It is the worst feeling it is the worst situation. The pain that you feel in your heart, it, it's so terrible. So I'm here to say, don't focus on trying to get over it because there is no magical step you can take to make yourself not feel that pain. And I say go with whatever emotion you're feeling. And when people try, your friends try and drag you out of the house, let them. And when you get invited to something, even if you don't feel like it because you're depressed, you don't feel good about yourself, just go. Because you never know who you're going to meet or what you're going to experience. But if you feel like staying home and being reckless and taking a, I don't know, Tylenol PM and sleeping all day, then getting up and watching a marathon of the hills like or Laguna Beach, by all means, do it because you're suffering and you deserve to do whatever it is that makes you feel better. Then once you're done with that phase of uh, mourning, then I say, I don't know, start starving yourself, I guess. Psych. I'm kidding. I'm not saying to go starve yourself. I mean, then go and just be, you know, try and just be the best version of yourself and really, truly figure out like what makes you happy and do all those things that make you happy within reason. Because if crystal meth makes you happy, not sure that's the route to go. You know, I'm not sure that I'm really good at advice, but I'm doing my best. Okay, here's another email that stuck out to me. Um, this girl's name is Sherry. Um, and she's basically saying, okay, I say basically way too much. All right, I'm just going to read part of her email just to spell it out. She says, I do not like my best friend's boyfriend. I've known her for over eight years and she's been dating him for three. I never liked him to start, found him fake and rude. He never tries to get to know people or ask questions. He just interjects himself into conversations and tries to dominate everything. I've tried to stay out of it, but a few weeks ago, they were starting to have issues and went on a break. So I told my friend how I felt about him. Now they're on again and I can't hide it anymore. I just don't like him. My friend notices the tension and wants us to fix things. What should I do? I don't want to jeopardize our friendship, but I have no interest in talking to her boyfriend, especially after she confided in me all of the shitty things he does when they were broken up. Okay. This is one of the stickiest situations to be in. And I feel like it honestly, it takes experiencing this sort of thing over and over again to understand what to do in situations like this. Because if you would have asked me this 23 years, sorry, when I was 23, not my how old I am now, I would have just been like, no, if you don't like him, you let her know. And, you know, you, you give her tough love. You tell her what's good. You know, that is what I would have said. But after, okay, I've been dating what now for 10 years of my life. 
my friends have been dating for 10 plus years. I've learned that no one knows what goes on behind closed doors. And everybody has weird vibes about different people. It doesn't mean that their vibes are right. So Sherry, you might be right. He might be a fucking asshole. But I'm going to ask you to sit back and think, what if you're wrong? Like, what if behind closed doors, even though she's told you things about him, listen, all of us, every single relationship we've ever been in, all of our boyfriends have done shitty things. We bitch about and we exaggerate what our boyfriends do. We make them sound worse than they are because we want our friends to feel bad for us and, and be on our side. And I mean, it's just human nature, I, I think. And I don't know if your friend is being I don't know what she said to you about what he's done. So I can't fully answer this. Um, but I, I don't know if she's exaggerating what she said or if she's being truthful. I, I don't know. And so all I'm asking is, Sherry, is for you to just think of think of him in a way that you don't truly fully know him and you never know what someone is experiencing or why they're doing the things that they do. So maybe he doesn't ask people about themselves because he's very shy. And when he interjects rudely, that's his way of being social and and being polite in a way, but he doesn't, I, I just feel like everyone's raised differently. Everyone has different makeup, you know, makeup as in like genetic makeup. We're born a certain way. I, I just, there's so much that goes into that. And I think that what's more important than him is your friendship with your friend. That should trump everything. So if you, I always feel that my duty as a friend nowadays over the last few years is to accept whatever my friend wants. I am there to listen. I am there to listen to my friend whenever she wants to talk, whether it's good or bad about her relationship. It doesn't matter. I am just lending an ear and making her feel like she's not alone. I'm not there to bash her boyfriend. I'm not there to be honest. I'm not there to to lie. I'm not there to to say anything. I'm just I'm not there to have an opinion. I'm there to listen because whatever my friend wants is what I want. I'm not going to say, I mean, I I would like to say that whatever makes my friend happy is what I want. But sometimes, even if you think that that person's not making your friend happy, I mean, do you really know? Do you really know them when they're alone and happy together? Do you know everything she's feeling? So for that, I don't want you, like, uh, it's, it's just such a tough situation to be in. Because, of course, I've had my opinion, my fair share of opinions about boyfriends and I'm sure people have had their fair share of opinions about my boyfriends and anybody I've dated. And that's all fair. But sometimes you just kind of have to stay out of somebody's life. I truly believe that people should stay out of each other's relationships, but still be there to listen to their friends when they want to vent. Because that's what friendship's about, being there for your friends. But you can't tell your friend, hey, I don't like him. You should probably break up with him. That will just make her resentful of you not of him and that's not what you want from your friendship so I say uh if she's asking you to make it better with him I don't I don't really know the details so I don't know what you would have to do I just say be very supportive of whatever decision she makes or any up and down she has and that's the best advice I can give with that next question all right I have um uh 
one of my boos, I guess, because she's written me a couple times. Well, I didn't know that until I just read this recent email and I appreciate you writing me more than once. And I'm sorry I didn't get to you the first time. Um, Nicole had. Well, she just wrote me an email saying I'm getting ready to leave one job for another. Part of me wants to kind of do what you did at Sir. Just leave and never look back. But I also feel like that would make me feel bad later on down the road. How can I leave while also letting my coworkers know, like, hey, we can still be friends if that's something you'd want. It's so awkward because I'm a lawyer and I'm going to see these bitches in court a lot. Um, well, I don't know how good of friends that you are with your people at work. Because when I left Sir... I was, I mean, all the people at Sir have been my best friends for a really long time. So it was like a family. And the reason why I left without saying anything or like I didn't look back, you know, at that time was because I was hurt by so many people. And I'm sure I hurt them too, but I was hurt. And I deal with hurt a lot of the time by just burying it and and just banishing whoever hurt me and not acknowledge like I never want to think about it I don't want to talk about it I just don't want to like you're gone that it's that's it and I regret all of that um if you're ever in that situation it takes it takes a lot to like get somebody's trust back when you've already cast them aside. And I wish I had known that before. And I, I'm, I'm not hard on myself anymore about it because I've now realized that, um, I'm in my 20s and I'm learning. Um, so we all need to cut ourselves some slack. But I don't. So again, at your work, Nicole, I don't I don't know how close you are with all of the people that work with you, but I Knowing what I know now, even if you guys aren't that close, even if you're just work friends, there's still something to be said for that friendship. And every single person always appreciates when they when you confront them to his or her face and you're honest and you're open and you're emotive and you're caring. Because like I've noticed that anytime I take the time to call or talk to a friend to explain something, even if I think it's awkward. Like, I don't want to talk about this. Like, I'd rather just brush it under the rug and let's all pretend it never happened or like nothing's going on. I used to do that so many times. And now I've realized that at, that actually is just worse. You may think that you're just like ignoring the awkwardness, but what you're doing is prolonging it. And what what sounds harder uh calling somebody up and be like hey I need to talk about something or I'd like to tell you something it's might be awkward for about a minute or two but then that's done and you've gotten to an even deeper real honest place in your friendship than you were a few minutes ago so if you go up to the girls or guy and guys like at your law firm am I talking to uh L Woods. Legally Blonde is my fave. It made me want to be a lawyer for like a hot week. Um, I'm just going to imagine, Nicole, that you're just like L Woods at a law firm. But anyway, I if you go up to any of the people that you work with and you say, I'm leaving and I just want to let you know that like I really appreciate our friendship and I really like you and I hope that we can still like make time to hang out or talk or, you know, just be a part of each other's lives. That person is going to walk away from that conversation and be like, 
holy fuck nicole is cool (laughs) holy fuck that chick just made me feel really good who wouldn't want to hear that from someone who doesn't want to feel like they don't like like they who doesn't i hate to double like double negatives and confuse me everybody wants to feel like they matter basically so no one is going to think can you believe that she just came up to me and said i really appreciate our friendship and i hope that we can like continue like hang out and like do things and if they do um they should probably like swaddle themselves in like i don't know like kkk flags and bring themselves out into the middle of like Hollywood Boulevard and let's see what happens to them. You know what I mean? They don't deserve to live. Everybody would appreciate kindness like that. And so if you're ever going through um, a situation where you feel like, should I say something or should I just like just go or whatever? No, be kind and go to his or her face and say what you want to say and say how you feel and don't feel like you're being weak for being like sharing how you feel that shit's bullshit when people are just scared to like be the one to I don't know like not look like they're number one like what goes along with this is I was talking to Patrick about um like Twitter like people who follow people and all that because we went to a comedy show this weekend and um one of the comedians that we saw listens to my boyfriend's radio show and has tweeted him before and so I'm like, oh, my God, why don't you tweet him back and and say, like, something encouraging because you're we're going to see his show tonight. Like, that would make him feel so good. And then we got into the – he's like, well, can I say that? Da, da, da. Is that weird for guys to say? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what guys say to each other. I, I think that's nice. And then he's just like, no, you don't understand. I mean, he ended up saying something nice to him and kind to him over Twitter. But he we got into a subject of – he's like, you don't realize, like, there's so many guys that, like – talk about how they listen to my show and all that stuff so I follow them on Twitter but they won't follow back because they just don't want to like look like oh I follow you or something or there are guys that follow him on Twitter that then will be like I'm sorry Patrick who I'm like what that's fucking bullshit it's like everybody trying to play this stupid game like they're cooler than the other there's nothing wrong with saying I follow you I know who you are I think you're kind of cool what is wrong with that? And that might sound like it doesn't have anything to do with your situation, Nicole, but it has everything to do with it because somebody who just leaves their job without saying a word to anybody will be, uh, people will assume that you're just too cool and that you don't care and that you're just wrapped up in yourself. And I've been there where I've been that person that was just too cool and wrapped up in myself. And I am here to say, Go up to every single person that you actually care about there and be like, I still want to be BFFs. Follow my advizzle. Instead of saying advice, I'm going to say advizzle. Okay, babes. Thanks so much for listening. Um, I'm reading all your emails. Uh, I'm so happy and appreciative to to have you guys. Um, Please go to iTunes and subscribe and write a review if you can. That only helps me out and helps me doing two podcasts a week. Um, if you have any questions, email me at Stassi at stylebystassi.com or tweet me. I'm reading all of your emails. Um, I'm doing my best to respond to all of them. I didn't get to 
basically like 70% of what I had planned for today. So uh, till next time. Bye, Khaleesi. 